it's not lucky. It's hard work and it's taking a risk. So whenever you get into something, you really need to have a reason why you're doing it. Why real estate? Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you. And it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565. And he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluff. It's the only daily real estate investing podcast that's been going this long. And with us today, we're going to be talking to Gino Barbero. How you doing, Gino? I'm doing good, Joe. How are you? I'm doing really well. And welcome back to the show. Best ever listeners, if you recognize Gino's name, then that's because he was on episode 470 talking about his multifamily real estate endeavors and he and his business partner, Jake, have a website called jakeandgino.com where they focus on multifamily syndication as well as multifamily syndication education. They wrote the book, Wheelbarrow Profits, How to Create Passive Income, Build Wealth, and Take Control of Your Destiny Through Multifamily Real Estate Investing. He's got 674 units in three years' time. And as I said, you can say hi to them at jakeandgino.com. We're going to be speaking to Gino today, and we're going to be talking all about sales, and perhaps not in the traditional sense that we think of, hey, let's close a deal, let's close a deal. It is more upstream than that. It's more about how do we sell ourselves and our credibility so that we can close on, in Gino's example, 674 units in three years. So with that being said, Gino, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? I have been in business my whole adult life. Started out in the restaurant business when I was 24 years old, couldn't get a job out of college, which I'm sure a lot of people are facing nowadays. So I went the restaurant route. My dad was in the business for 20 years. I loved it for the first 15 or so. 2008 comes around and I say, wow, I what's going on with the economy? I'm blaming the economy and blaming everything else instead of blaming myself for not preparing myself and not educating myself on other endeavors, other you know streams of revenue. So I said, listen, I've got to do something different. My should became a must. I've got six kids. I said, I've got to feed my six kids and I'm not growing here. I'm stuck in a rut. I want to be contributing more. I want to be growing more. So I stumbled upon life coaching and real estate probably at the same time. And I said to myself, I've got to do something. Fortunately, I had a friend, Jake, who was living up in New York, and he felt the same way. He goes down to Tennessee. Fast forward probably about 2011, we start looking at real estate together and multifamily specifically down there because up in New York, it's just practically impossible to cash flow. I wanted to cash flow and, and generate that wealth. And I said, I can't do it up here. I said, Jake, let's do it down there. So we putzed around for about 18 months. He decides to go blow his down payment on a house for the wife. I said, That's great. So put it back a couple months. I always joke about that. 
and we ended up finding a 25 unit deal about 18 months after we started. And that 25 unit deal, Jake likes to call it a crack then. It was a, a pretty unsavory property when we first took it over, but it was what we needed. We needed momentum, we needed confidence, we needed a place to start. And it wasn't too big for us and it wasn't too small for us. And from that 25 units, we bought 36 units six months later. And then by a year after the first purchase, we purchased 136 unit. And the great thing about it was we haven't raised any private money. It's been me, Jake, and another partner through refinancing, through buying right, through managing right, and through financing right, which is our three pillars that we really stress and from there we've just been able to grow and you know I could say to a lot of people it's been lucky because we've caught a pretty good tail of the market we were in the expansion phase now it might be going into the hyper supply a lot but I want to tell everybody out there it's not lucky it's hard work and it's taking a risk so whenever you get into something you really need to have a reason why you're doing it why real estate it was so clear for me that I was just not fulfilled in my job I wasn't making enough money and I wanted to really serve more people and just generate that wealth and that's what drove me to do it that's where I am right now and best ever listeners, if you're curious about that first property that Gino and Jake so affectionately referred to as a cracked in, <laughs> you can listen to the episode 470. They talk about that in more detail. Today, we're going to be focused on how you sell yourself to buyers, to sellers perhaps, and maybe other team members. So how do you want to approach educating us on the sales aspect as it relates to selling yourself? Well, I think the first thing that everyone has to realize is they have to work hard. If you say something, you're going to do something, you have to do it. Like me and Joe got on this call at 11 o'clock. We we're both on here at 11 a.m. Do what you say and say what you do. That's the most important thing. Come from an ethical perspective. Always take a look at the other's time and other's worth because you have to put them first. Always think of doing things in service. I think we're all here to be in service of others. And that's what salesmen are for. You can differentiate yourself between the service that you give others. When you're raising private money, don't go to a guy when there's only good news. Go to him when there's bad news. Go to him when there's no news. You have to always be in service of others and think of others. There's a lot of other tips I can give you. Try not to think of yourself as a commodity. If you think of yourself as a commodity, anybody can buy you. They're going to beat you up on price. You have to differentiate yourself. Why are you more valuable than the next person? Why is somebody going to come and get education training from Gino as opposed to getting education training from John? We have to differentiate ourselves. We have to give true value out there. And I think that's what salesmen strive for. And that's what they should be emulating and trying to go after. How about you walk us through a specific example where you had to sell yourself to an owner who you eventually bought their property from. I'll give you the one that we did in August of last year. We were trying to buy a 156-unit property in Knoxville, and we came at a pretty aggressive price. The broker knew we were third in line. He really didn't know that we could close, but finally, by showing him our credibility book that we'd built up, our strategy, by showing him our team members, by getting letters from the bankers, by getting letters from other people, we had shown that we had this credibility. And Joe, it was a long process. We were outbid. The Property went to contract in October. Property actually went out of contract at the end of November when Thanksgiving weekend. So we had stuck in there. You have to be patient. You have to be persistent, but you have to be willing to walk away. We walked away from this deal thinking that, you know what, it's not done. But being a salesperson, every week, Jake and I would pepper him with, what's going on? How you doing? Staying in touch with him because we had a feeling that this property might come back on. And it did come back on because the first guys actually retraded the property. They just wanted to get too much money off of the property. The seller was annoyed. They came back to us. And, you know, Jake always peppered him with saying, we're the closers. We're going to get it done. 
We had letters from bankers for the financing. When it came back to us on Thanksgiving, we went and we just started doing our due diligence. We actually signed contracts the week of Christmas Eve. When everyone's off working, that's the best tip I can give you. Work while it's the holidays because everyone else is not working. We got the contract signed the week of Christmas Eve. Jake was up here in New York and we closed the middle of March. So about 60 days after. For a big contract like that, I was really quick. I mean, do as you say and say as you do. The sellers loved the way we performed. The broker was really impressed because we said everything we we said we were going to do. We hit every parameter. We gave him every single document, every single paperwork he needed. And it actually flowed pretty smoothly. You said you had a credibility book. Will you describe what's in that? Yeah, sure. Our credibility book is basically a business plan. It's about 15, 16 pages. We have on jakeandgina.com. I can give you one for the show links. It's basically a book that we like to outline. We put in all of our properties that we have. And this is great for anybody in any real estate endeavor. If you're selling homes and you want to get a listing, I want you guys to build a business plan or this credibility book that says, this is what I do for a living. I sell houses. And then you show them your business plan. You show them how you sell houses. And then with the credibility, you show them like three or four case studies in that credibility book. And then you show them the business plan. Now for Jake and I, our credibility book is called investing in mom and pops. That's what we invest in. We invest in distressed properties that have motivated sellers. We tell them we look at C properties between the 70 cap rate. We're looking for an actual 10% cash on cash return. All these parameters are in this credibility book. We have case studies built in it. And then at the end, we show guys how we're going to get their money back, how we're actually going to buy these properties, force up the net operating income, refinance the properties, cash these properties out, and go to the next one. And we like to use this. It's amazing that not many people have a book like this. So when you go into a banker and you're looking for a loan or you're looking for an investor, you throw that down on the table. It's visual. It's in your face. And there's something with the written word that every salesman should know. When you have something written down, it's more credible. It's better than the said word. You look at it, you're like, wow, these guys have a plan. And that's where your credibility comes from. When you have a plan and you're prepared, it's the best advice I can give. All right. You've got an outline with all the properties. You've got the business plan for each of the properties and you have your macro level focus of investing in mom and pop places. And the other thing is each case study is unique because one property we took over the first one, I'll give you the quick example. There were so many value ads. You want to put the value ads, how you're going to create value in every property. So this property was a weekly tenants. We ended up making it monthly rentals. We ended up implementing systems for applications. We ended up instituting late fees. We ended up cleaning the property up. We ended up increasing the income. We ended up putting more value on the property as far as having storage sheds that weren't being utilized. So every property has its own specific value adds. Show the investor how you're going to create value in each property. They'll see the NOI going up. And that's the bottom line of multifamily real estate. If you can get that NOI up, you're going to force that appreciation. Okay. So that is primarily for who? Investors or for bankers or for the owner of the property? I think it's for anybody in real estate. Even if you're a fix and flipper and you're looking to raise money on the next flip, wouldn't it be great if you had this credibility book and you went around and you saw a guy, you needed money for your next flip, and you saw a private money guy who wants to lend money out. He doesn't know you, but if you show him this book and you show him three or four case studies you've done, I think that lends a lot of credibility. Someone who's raising private money, who's done three or four deals, has this credibility book, bam. I mean, it's to show bankers what you're doing. It's to show investors what you're doing. And it's to show potential partners what you're doing. It's just a great way to have people see what you're doing in the business. And are you still using only your own money or are you raising money now? We're still using our own money. 
We just finished another deal. We're refinancing another property. What we're doing right now is we're really tightening up. We're self-managing. So we're really creating a management company. And I think what our next process is probably come out with a product to teach owners how to manage their own property efficiently. It's one of our three legs. On the wheelbarrow, it's actually the wheel because it's in constant motion. Once you get the buy right done, you're done. Once you get the finance right, you're done. But the manage right is in constant motion. So we're focusing now on our management systems and implementing systems in that part of the business. Can you give us a specific example of maybe what you say you're going to do, you do, but in this example, it was really tough for you to actually deliver on, even though you did follow through with what you said you'd do? That's a tough one. I'm just talking simple things like, you know what, if a broker needs a letter of intent, you got to get that letter of intent over as soon as possible. Try to put in all of the stipulations, what the price is and what the terms are. When people say you have to do something, you have to get it done and your life hinges on it. If you have to deliver something and you have two weeks, I don't want you to lie. I always try to under-promise and over-deliver. That's what our mantra is. And one of the things that we've instituted in our management company is we want to have same-day application. So if you put in an application, we guarantee that we're going to give you an answer by the end of the day. So that's one of those things of trying to under-promise but over-deliver. Is there anything else that you think you should mention as it relates to selling yourself to investors or bankers or owners of properties in the multifamily business? That's a tough one. It's such a learning process. I think when you get into the process, I think what you have to really think of the end or the exit in mind, why are you buying these multifamily properties? You have to be on the same page as an investor. If an investor is looking to be out in three to five years, obviously that does not going to work for us. We're looking for the long haul. You really want to show them your plan of how you're going to return their money and how you're going to make them money. We haven't been able to do that, but as far as bankers go, we've been fortunate because we've been working with local banks, so they know the market. They have an implicit understanding of what's going on in the market, and we actually got a pretty nice compliment about a couple weeks ago go. As you know, Joe, these cap rates are coming down crazy. Guys up from New York are coming down into Tennessee and trying to buy properties. And we had bid in a property and we had put in a number at 6.4 million. And the company up in New York bid on the property. They put an offer for 7.2 million. We knew that's way high. So the bank knew that that was the number. The property has, has since fallen out of contract. It's back on the market. So the bank was actually impressed with us because they thought we were just going to go in and buy everything. So you have to show investors and bankers that you're really diligent with the buy process. And the buying process is one of the most critical things in real estate. It's not what you buy, it's what you pay because you make your money on the front end because what we want to do is we want to buy on actual numbers, increase that NOI, and then refinance the property out. Any other parting thoughts before we wrap this up, Gino? I think real estate is fantastic. Get in for the right reasons. I can list 100 reasons why multifamily is great, but it really comes down to why do you want to get into it? What's it going to do for your life and how is it going to change your life? And there are going to be bumps in the road. Don't expect to get in there and within six months have 300 units. doesn't work that way. Just like anything else in life, it's a learned skill. We can learn every skill in life if we have enough reason why to learn the skill. It is a process, that's for sure. It does not happen overnight. But once we build momentum, as you and your business partner did, Jake, then there tends to be a tipping point at some at some point in the business. And certainly you all are getting to that point as well. I mean, it's amazing 674 units in three years using your own money as well as self-managing. The takeaways I got from this would be one, be in the service of others. Make sure that we have others first and things are a lot easier. It reminds me of the Zig Ziglar quote, help enough people get what they want and you'll get everything that you want. Also, simply just do what you say you'll do. It's such a simple piece of advice, but 
just so interesting that it just doesn't resonate with the majority of people in business. And it's not real estate alone. It's anything in business. I think it's because we live in a self-gratification, self-entitlement society where we just want things now and we want other people to do it for us. It's, it's a great piece of advice. Just do what you'll say you'll do and follow through always and you'll build a good reputation. You'll build an outstanding reputation. Also talking about that credibility book, whether we're fix and flippers, a wholesaler, someone who's buying storage units or multifamily investor, have that credibility book so that you can share with bankers, investors, property management partners, other partners, and establish that credibility. So thank you so much for being on the show, Gino. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? I have a website, GinoBarber.com, and also go on the JakeAndGino.com. We have a lot of stuff. We've got a podcast. We put out weekly articles. I write articles for Bigger Pockets, so I'm all over the place. So JakeAndGino.com is one of the best places to find us. Thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Take care, Joe. Is a hard money loan right for you? Paces Funding is a private hard money lender with the fastest closings in the industry. Now lending in Florida, discover the Paces Funding difference today at PacesFunding.com. That's P-A-C-E-S-F-U-N-D-I-N-G.com.